Welcome to the IndieFlix Podcast. This is Alan. And this week we have special guest Arthur Teresa Beasley in the studio. Welcome, Teresa. Hello. And she is covering for Kells. She's on vacation. A well-deserved vacation. Hopefully she's getting her massage <laughs> that she got for Christmas. But if not, no worries. She needs a break. Uh, she literally works seven days a week. Two jobs, seven days a week, basically. So, uh, Kels, get some rest. We'll see you next week. But for now, Teresa is joining us. And we are discussing the indie film Chasing Rabbits. Chasing Rabbits stars... Leanne Johnson, Drew Russell, and uh, hopefully I'm saying your name right, Holly, but Holly Anspa. Um, the film uh, is a, how can we put it? To me, it's a mixture of the movie The Sacrament and uh, what's the Midsummer. Word? Midsummer. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's like. It's kind of a mix of them. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like Midsummer meets The Sacrament. The Sacrament yeah. was really good. Miss Song was really well, good. Well, both of them was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Teresa, give us a synopsis of the film. Okay. Chasing Rabbits goes like this. Her mother abandoned her to join a cult when she was a child. Now, in 30, Penny's father has gone missing. Has the cult kidnapped him? Now, alone in the world, Penny decides to infiltrate the cult, posing as a new member to save her father before it's too late. Before it's too late. <laughs> we have the same idea. <laughs> but this was written and directed by Eric Pascarelli. Um, also, uh, I guess co-written was Jeff Pollard. Um, but for cinematically, this was beautiful. It was a bit, yeah. It was it was filmed beautifully. Yeah. It uh, I I think I'm getting the person mixed up, but I'm thinking I when I see when I see the shots, I'm thinking Eric Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin, me. Um, I think I'm getting the person wrong, but he he did that one movie. Um, Bill Murray was in it, and I can't think of the movie offhand, but everything was just uh, perfectly lined and uh, symmetrical and right, things like right. that. I, if I get the person's name wrong, please forgive me. But still, this film was shot beautifully. I love the shot selections. I love the, 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 the filter, the LUTs mm -hmm. that they put on it to give it that dreamy look. It did have a dreamy look. The same way that Midsummer did. Summer did. did. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, the movie, uh, we got a, a screener from the producer, writer, director, Eric Pascarelli. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Um, I rather enjoy it. Um, it was it was fun. At first, it started out pretty slow, of yeah. course, like it's supposed Close to. Because it's got to lead up to the yeah, it got to lead up to it and everything. But I rather enjoyed it. It once it start picking up the pace. What I really, really enjoyed about the film was you can clearly see her change yeah, throughout could. the film. It was blatant. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. It, it wasn't blatant to the point where you didn't like it. Where it was yes, it was predictable, but I was fine with that. Because I hate watching the movies where you don't know where it's going until it get gets there. to the... It's like almost <laughs> to the end and then you realize, oh, oh yeah, yeah. That. So you didn't mind watching 
the change as it was going along because, like I said, it was blatant. This was very well written as well. Yeah, the dialogue. It it was serious at times, mm-hmm. then it had a little hint of humor to it, right. but the humor didn't take over the right. film, and it it was suspenseful at times, mm-hmm. and the dialogue was, you know, dramatic at times. <laughs> so, I mean, I think they did that very well. Yes, uh, I think the comic relief of the film was hilarious. Yes. Um, Holly Anspa, um, I forget her character's name. But she was hilarious. Her friend, mm-hmm. Penny's friend, uh, uh, Leanne Johnson is played by uh, Penny is played by Leanne Johnson, Johnson. Yeah. and her, friend, her best friend. <laughs> but I was thinking the same way her best friend was thinking. Exactly. Look, I'm not t- these cults. They're gonna get you in there. and They're gonna kill you. They're gonna brainwash you. And she said, <laughs> "You're gonna end up dead. You're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna murder you. They're gonna murder you." <laughs> Yeah, she was like, "No, we're not going. We're I'm not, not going. going. You're not going in there. You're not going in." It. And then next thing you know, she was in there. <laughs> and then she went in there. It was really funny. She she was the to me. She was the comic relief, and it mm-hmm. was a great balance of it, though. It wasn't like you yeah. said. It wasn't overwhelming. No. To, no, it's supposed to be a serious film, mm-hmm. and it, like I said, the comic relief wasn't over the top, and it wasn't like too serious to where uh, you you was just. I guess bored with it or anything like that. It, it was a great balance. It was almost like it. This was almost the perfect film, should I say? As far as you having everything structurally properly, everything yeah. is structured. I guess that's yeah. what I should say. Yeah. Everything it was, was structured, structured properly. Yeah. Um, this was probably the most structured proper film I've ever seen. <laughs> Outside yeah. of big, big Hollywood, big holiday, yeah. you know, production, yeah. except for the Dark Knight. Any dark, uh, you know, Batman film is perfect, but oh my uh, except for Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer suck monkey ass. But that's something else. Be nice, be nice. Uh, <laughs> gotta be nice. Gotta be nice. Whatever. Val Kilmer sucked ass. Jim Carrey was perfect in there, though. But this, so the film starts off where she's trying to, I guess, be. A, not a loose cannon, but just a free-spirited person. And she's working at this company that she really don't want to commit to. So yeah. right out the gate, you can tell that she had commitment issues. issues. And her commitment issues come stems from her mom leaving when she was 10, I think that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, she was young. Right. So there's a little bit of commitment issues. There's a little bit of abandonment. Abandonment, exactly. You know. exactly. And then she has a little bit of anger there, too. That she really needed to get out. To get out, yeah. That she really, it seemed like she really never dealt with. with. Because, I mean, she's working for a marketing advertisement. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my agency. God. They were, oh, Jesus. Um, and she's trying to pitch this ideal to them. Right. And it's like every time she says, every time like she, she said, said, every time she goes in there, mm-hmm. they tell her, oh, you're not doing this or mm-hmm. you're not doing that. So she's like frustrated because. Right. She's trying and she's putting all this work into it, and then she gets in there to present the idea. <laughs> and they never go for her. And they ideas. never go for that. They say it's too risque. Then she backs it up. Then they say it's too lighthearted. Yeah, so she's like, okay, what the hell you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Exactly. You can't have it both ways. James had me cracking up, though. <laughs> he was just so disconnected with her. Yeah. Uh, I've been at a job like that. Uh, James Ticket, by, uh, I think I said this, Ryan. Ticket, Thicket. Uh, excuse me, James, for mispronouncing your name. I, I really think you're a great actor. I've seen you in several mm-hmm. things. But 
He had me cracking. He was just so disconnected from her. And I literally had a job like that before where they mind, excuse my language, mind fucked me and make me think that I'm quitting when they're actually firing fine. me. They're just doing it the easy <laughs> the way. The easy way. So they're letting you do it to yourself <laughs> instead of them just coming straight out and saying you're fired. Exactly. And I mean, and then the way she she realized that. Right, 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 right. Way too late. <laughs> she, I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to realize this way too late. And she did. And she did. She was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you you get this schedule, you ain't got no hours on there. You're fired. Come on, man. <laughs> You, they just they just going through the motion of you being here. She was like, "Wait a minute, you still can go for three hours." Yeah, we just don't have. We just don't have to do <laughs> And he was just nonchalant about nonchalant it. Nonchalant about it. And she's like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> but see, like, the stuff like that happens. So, like he said, you fired yourself more or less because, which goes to her next situation, her boyfriend, mm-hmm. because her boyfriend. of her. Uh, commitment issue. She couldn't commit to her job. So what she wanted to do was go to hourly so she can control her hours, hours or what, things like that. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they needed. needed. Yeah, They needed somebody to commit. They needed somebody just going to do this particular work. And that's why they more or less said, okay, we're going to put you hourly then. But we didn't have we the 30 hours, hours to give you. <laughs> but then she goes to her boyfriend. Her boyfriend's like, okay, we've been dating six months. Now, I'm on the fence with this. Now, I'm on his side, and where he's saying, we've been together for six months, where is this going? Right. But at the same time, it's like, we only been together six months, dude. Why are you talking about family and kids and stuff? Yes. That's the part I had an issue with. Because I'm like, okay, six <laughs> months. We shouldn't be thinking about kids. We shouldn't be thinking about kids. I don't even know if I'm going to like you in another I, six months. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so why are we having this conversation? But I understand where he's saying because okay, what are we? Yeah, you know. And she goes to <laughs> now. This is probably something I would do. So she goes to the dog park to watch and play with the dogs. Mm-hmm. So then she can go home. It's just like having somebody with no kids. You yeah. know what I mean? They go to their brothers and sisters' house and play with play their, their kids. kids because they know they can go home. They can go without home. them. Exactly. And they ain't got to take care of them. Fill them up with sugar and yeah. everything else. And, and then leave them with their parents and then they ain't got to deal with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which and, is how she was. And that's how she was. And he's like, he can tell right off the bat that she had the commitment mm-hmm. issues. And that's why he was fine with just walking away from the relationship. Yeah. He wanted something more, something more meaningful. And he knew she wasn't going to give it to him. And she wasn't going to do that. Yeah. She wasn't going to give it to him. But at the same time... I, I I understand what he's saying. I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, but at the same time, you should to the, the relationship. You could have gave it at least eight months. You know, he could have <laughs> gave it a year. At, at least. least a year, I mean, and be like, okay, this is and then like, not okay, going it's, Yeah, it's been a year. So where are we heading? Are we heading towards something right. serious? Right. But six months. I mean, he wanted her, <laughs> he wanted her to do. In six months, with a normal relationship, would take to do until like yeah, exactly two to four years. I mean, I mean I'm like, <laughs> wow, that was. I'm like, dude, calm down. <laughs> so exactly. So after that, you know, she really just had a breakdown. She was trying to con- uh, contact her father, who uh, she tried to contact before. Once uh, I think when she was going she, through the job. Thing. Yeah, yeah. She called him and he didn't answer. And he didn't answer. And then right. she called again and he didn't answer. Um, but like I said, you could, you could tell she was kind of had a, a negative 
about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. She had, uh, you know, comebacks for why everything, everything. He and was it was like, all disastrous. All disaster. <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like disaster. She went from one <laughs> to fifty-five, and I'm like, like yeah, wow, you know, like this can happen, and we can die, and you know, if we die, then if. You know how's going? Who's going to take care of the puppy? And all this, it, it just went from zero to sixty. He's like, yeah. whoa, whoa! I'm just trying to find out where we are. And if you want kids, <laughs> and if you want kids, and she's like, no. <laughs> now at the same time, that is one of those conversations you have when you first meet somebody. Like, do you have kids? Do you want mm-hmm. kids? There's a you know now people always say the first date thing. You don't talk about your kids or your job or money mm-hmm. on the first date. I agree and I disagree with that because for one, you, first of all, what are you going to talk about if you don't talk about those things? Yeah. <laughs> How the first date going to go? Yeah, yeah, you know, well, this has been a quick 10 minutes. 10 minutes, uh, okay, well. <laughs> but at the same time, I understand you don't want to get too deep, but I, you know, like maybe a second date, maybe even the first date, like, look, this is my goal. My goal in life is it's to these things. These things. What are your, your goals? goals. Mm-hmm. Because if your goals don't coincide with mine, we ain't even got to do this. I ain't even I mean, waste your time. Just, yeah. But obviously, we can stay friends. We can yeah. stay friends. <laughs> I text you. I tweet you. Yeah. But um, we got lunch. But that'd be better. <laughs> <laughs> but you could tell that they actually probably had something that they liked about mm-hmm. each other. They wanted to be with each other, but mm-hmm. he just needed to know where this where was, was going. going. So. Um, it was really funny. A funny part, though, she was working out <laughs> after the boyfriend, and they broke up, and all this stuff. She's working out. She on the, uh, the 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 Peloton, and she's sweating and everything else. And then the next jump cut, she's eating a whole oh, box, box of donuts. <laughs> That's because women go to food. A lot of women, when we're stressed out and we're sad and we're depressed, we go to food. I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, she just went from that. Now that is zero to sixty. That's yeah, zero to sixty. She, <laughs> that I was, was very. Like, why did she put all that work into working out? <laughs> and they go sit there in front of the TV crying, eating a box of donuts. <laughs> Good shout out because it looked like a uh, uh, what was it? Dunkin' Donuts it looked like a Dunkin' Donuts box. Yeah, they did a good job yeah, of hiding it. You know, yeah, they but, did. Uh, we're that talking was... about the I believe twenty twenty one film. Twenty twenty one. I think it's 2021. We're talking about the 2021 film Chasing Rabbits uh, starring Leanne Johnson. uh, Excuse me. Frog in my throat. (laughs) Starring Leanne Johnson, Drew Russell, and Holly Anspa. Uh, Please forgive me, Holly, if I'm mispronouncing your name. Written and directed uh, by Eric Pascarelli. Also written by Jeff Pollard. Um, Like I said, as the movie goes on and on, you start to love it more and more because now you're starting to see her change. And things like this usually happens when you're watching a cult film. Yeah. You see these changes in this person while they're quote unquote more or less need the cult. You see what I'm saying? Right. Um, so she's going to this cult to investigate um, to see where... Cause, so... While this happened, they sit in there and there was a break in. Um, well, she was going, she went to the house to see like what was going on with her dad. Yeah, her dad, the she dad went to wasn't her dad's there. House. Yeah, went to the dad's house to see if he was there. He wasn't there. Then she assumed that he got kidnapped, so she was trying to, she got the boyfriend to break into the house. 
<laughs> so they break into the house to see if, you know, he was in there, he wasn't in there, and then the nosy-ass neighbors called the police. police like she said, you know, my dad gets kidnapping and everything else, but y'all don't see that shit, but you see me crawling through the window. Yeah, why didn't the neighbors see that? You Did you not see them kidnap her dad? You know what I mean? Come but on you now. saw her go through the... <laughs> but you see her go but through the neighbor's that. window. How convenient. But, um... So they, she goes in there, and now while she's in there, uh, an intruder comes, and it looks like he was trying to find some information. I think he was, because he was only in the office. Only part, in the and office. the drawer was open and stuff. Yeah. So I think he was looking for something specific. I think he might have been looking for that letter that she was reading. Mm-hmm. Because once she, she was reading that letter and everything else, and then you noticed there was that uh, butterfly on it. On it, yeah. And I think he was going there to retrieve the letter, because the dad... I guess had already, you know, been kidnapped. Right. So, so then now she's, you know, her goal is now to try to find her dad. I think she was solely, totally disconnected from the mama. Like, I don't care oh, yeah, about she you was, now. She, you know, you left me when I was young. So, right. I don't even really need to try to build a relationship with you because I have no clue who you are. Exactly. I don't so, know. She was 10 yeah. and now she's right. Three. So, that, well, then, 30, she's 20 or she's 30 now. She's so 30 now. 20 years. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think she was just to the point where she was like, okay, my mom's gone. I'm not going to get her back, but I can still let me save my dad. And her dad was, I think, going through because I think her mom must have been sending him him letters letters, messages trying to convince him to come. come. So she she wasn't going to leave, but she was sending those letters. She was sending those letters to him trying to convince him to come. Right. So, and you know, you've been gone. So it's just been me and my dad. Exactly. And we've been holding each other together. So... Mm -hmm. That's why I think she was so passionate about trying to find out her dad. She really didn't, yeah. So then it turned into a whole investigation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So her idea was, just like in uh, the sacrament where the brother was going to go find his sister, um, he, um, excuse me, Leanne decided, hey, I'm going to go find my dad to let me infiltrate uh, this compound and everything else. And now she's vulnerable. Yes. Very. Dealing with her boyfriend, her job. Her boyfriend just woke up her mom left her a long time ago. She's still dealing with that Not on top of of it. Yeah, on top of that, she's got commitment issues. issues All of these things, emotions. She's super vulnerable. Now she goes into this compound and he's just laying it on thick. Man, I'm like, girl, don't you fall for that shit? I swear, I mean, he just making it sound delicious. I'm sitting there like, oh damn, he he's making a lot of sense though. Right. I was like, girl, don't. I felt bad. I'm like, that penny. I'm feeling bad because I'm like, oh my god, why am I like agreeing with this dude? I wouldn't. (laughs) I was with her friend. I'm like, no. I tell you what, (laughs) listeners. Uh, Teresa and listeners, if Colt try to come, just just grab me, okay? Just yeah. just grab me and pull me. We're not about to do that. <laughs> That's not gonna work. <laughs> that ain't working today. But uh-huh. yeah, she um, sitting there and and listening to him uh, talk and and everything else. You could tell. You could start to see the the the, the fall of her. She's mm-hmm. falling for the 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 tricks and. And, and everything he's spilling at and her, he's doing it so smooth though. Smooth. It was just like it was just a little bit of this. It was time. a little bit of this. A little bit. Little bit. It's just then, like you know when I guess that's a bad analogy. I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> like being she, a virgin. Let's just put it yeah, like that. 
Yeah, and the dude's trying to talk you into yeah, like, it. Yeah, let me, yeah. Just, let me just put the. T- <laughs> you know how they are. You're a guy. You, y'all know what y'all do. And next thing you know, nine months pregnant, nine months later, she's having a baby. But, <laughs> but I mean, he was landing on thick, and then I knew something was wrong when she went asked to go to the restroom. Yep. When she went to the restroom and she came out, I was like, mm-hmm. she messed up because first of all, she wasn't in there long enough. No. Right. And and that's and he was like, you know, you need to give up your cell phone. You should have went far away yeah. to use your cell phone. Well, she went into the bathroom, but you know, remember remember he was outside still sitting mm-hmm. when she went mm-hmm. to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay. And then she I guess text her friend to let her know she was still alive. Right. But when she comes out, he's like he's like right, right there. there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, man, she done messed up. Everything. And then yep. next thing you know, he's like, no cell phones in the house. Yep. I'm like, girl, don't put your cell phone in there. But <laughs> but this is what makes me mad, though. The fact that when she left, uh, I, I can't remember what she said she had to go do. She was going, she told them that she would like to, she was into photography. Right. And he said, well, um, do you think you could do that here? Right. And she's like, yeah, I can make like a a film, documentary. A documentary, yeah. Um, she said, but I need to go get my things. Okay, that's what she... So that's okay. how she left the first time. Because I was like, okay. Get the camera and stuff. She had opportunity. She left. She left. <laughs> Her and friend, man, I swear, Holly... <laughs> she said, they, oh my God, they the way... Brainwashed they brainwashed you. They brainwashed you. What did they use? What, what soap did they use? <laughs> yeah, she was like, what's... <laughs> what kind of soap did they use? She but was then hilarious. you can tell then you can tell then when they had that conversation right. that they was she they had already, they they had had already got her because had she her. was defending the place. Place. Oh no, I'm just gonna go back for just a couple of days because I'm gonna get to see the rest of the houses. Mm-hmm. No, no girl, girl, no, no. They no better put you in a row. Right. <laughs> right. And put you on one body and bags. I, and I'm glad you said that because I love the opening scene where um they were doing like a um a video mm-hmm. of uh, a testimonial video. Of like some of the members. Right. And, things, and she so. was in it. So it was kinda like that. Um and bravo by the way for the title. Um because when I first Initially, when it was advertising it, mm-hmm. and then it was called Chasing Rabbits, and I'm looking at the artwork and everything else, I'm thinking, okay, this is going to have a fairy tale, Alice in Wonderland, horror twist to it. Well, yeah, it looks like, like that, that from the cover, from the, um, not the cover, but the, um, I'm thinking of the book. The artwork. Um, the artwork. For the poster, yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be that, which I'm, I'm, I'm not disappointed that it's mm-hmm. not, it's just... This was what I was expecting, which is not a bad thing. It's just my expect me, Alan. Yeah. It was just my expectations of it, but they still pulled it off very well because now, like we were saying, she was defending the place. Mm-hmm. Now her emotionally tied to the place mm-hmm. where the excuse was going to get my dad. Now mm-hmm. is making sense to her. Mm-hmm. And I think she did it because she wanted to know more. I think mm-hmm. she wanted to know more. She wanted to know more. I know she, she wanted curious. to get her dad, but I think she wanted to get more information. Right. Because if her dad, if they would have let her see her dad, mm-hmm. I think her dad would have convinced her. And I was that. sitting there, yeah, he probably would have. Like yeah. when she first got mm-hmm. there and she's seen it, I think he probably would have, would have convinced, convinced her. her to. Because she was, 
when she first got there, she was extremely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And if he would have had got a hold to her then, I think she would. She would have stayed. Yeah, she would have just fell all into the whole right. Story. And we was tripping like, what's with all the hell damn eggs? That's what I didn't. What's the egg thing. <laughs> I get that. So, with the eggs, uh, finally at the end, you figure it out. Um, spoiler, if Eric, if you don't want me to tell anybody, so everybody, spoiler. Um, so, with the eggs, they were saying like the metamorphosis, the change. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, the caterpillar uh, is going to... Oh, it goes into its cocoon. It's cocoon, the and then it turns into the butterflies, wow, a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. So, that's the same thing. So, when they die... Their spirit supposed to go, quote unquote, supposed to go into this egg. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then they supposed to transform into something else. Uh, oh, that's but that's dumb. why the butterfly was there at the end, though. You just catch right, that. But that is the dumbest. But see, that's cult. That's cult. That's just like Holly said. <laughs> just like her friend. Just like Holly said. You know, they change their stuff with the wind. They do, and they make it make sense. They try to, to make them. it make sense to them, to them. and to try to come. Even though you, somebody contradict what you're saying, mm-hmm. you in your mind you're like, well, shit, that's kind of right. right. But then you try to change it to cover up the fact that now you have doubt, and they done right. Change now, I mind. will say, if I had a car dealership, <clears throat> I would have cult leaders. I swear, be myself. Dude, what's what's it? Uh, begins with a Z. Whatever his name, Zeb. 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 They shoot. <laughs> He will be the number one. I will have winner. them as sales reps <laughs> because I, I, I was following. I was drinking the Kool Aid, man. Because you're drinking the Kool Aid as he's talking, and he's because the, some of the stuff he was saying was, it making, was sense. making sense. Exactly. So I was especially I was with the government that, and with this COVID yes. stuff that was going on, oh, and all that, and, and all of that was like, wow. And she's this is and, and the questions that she was asking him mm-hmm. was normal, regular, normal, regular questions. I like, asked what the would same you question. ask? Exactly. I would have asked him the same questions and he had an answer for everything. Answer for everything. And I was like, you know what? If I had a car dealership or a furniture store, <laughs> man, to have a car as a salesperson. And <laughs> this is one thing I didn't like. Her name is Jane. Uh, Holly's friend. Her, her name is Jane. I mean, Holly's friend. Holly, who is uh, Jane, which is Penny, who is Leanne. That's her friend. Yeah. Anyway, what pissed me off was she convinced her to go with her. Mm-hmm. You know, and you kind of got her in the middle of all this. Even yeah. though she was smart enough to leave, mm-hmm. um, what if she didn't leave? Now she would have been Man, involved, involved in all it. of this too. Yeah. Um, but my thing is, if you like, uh, like uh, the boyfriend said, you know, once somebody make up their mind, you can't change. You can't it. Change it. You know what I mean? Once they're committed to it, they're not going to mm-hmm. change. So wait for her to be ready to leave. Leave. I mean, she'll she. Like he said, and like he told her, your dad is gonna have to want to. He's gonna leave. want to leave. You ain't gonna you can't make him force leave. him to leave. He's gonna want to leave. And I think, no, I can't, I can't, I can't talk about that because that, that's a major spoiler. No, no, don't. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, man, I really, really, really love this movie. They did a fantastic job on this movie. I wonder what the budget was. I don't know, but it's it's one of those movies that. You want to go into it without knowing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's better if you go into this not knowing. Not knowing. Because when I was thinking of Chasing Rabbits, I was just always thinking that crazy song. 
uh, by Jefferson Airplane. Yes. Chase that, and me, <laughs> I was like, man, are they going to play that? Oh, that'd be dope if they played it. Again. Yeah, that's what I, I told Eric. I was like, oh, please, you're going to be playing uh, Chasing Rabbits at the end oh, of the song. At the end of the movie. All I, could, I was like, oh my God. So, um, if you get a, make a DVD version of it that's not going to be going like to the people, like to Hollywood, please send me a copy yeah, that has Chasing Jefferson Airplane playing at the end. That would be really cool. Going during I the credits. Thinking, I will swear, I had my fingers crossed. Please be playing Chasing Rabbit. Especially when they was doing like the beast stuff when she was like being Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That would have been a great time to play. That would have been a great time to play the Chasing Rabbit. I and was the, like, mm-hmm. this would set it up if they would just play Chasing Rabbit. And that was a really cool <laughs> shot like when she first came up to the house, to the mm-hmm. compound, and she was looking in the window as a rabbit on the bed. Yes, that's that what I was really thinking. Cool. It would be dope if they was playing Chasing Rabbits. <laughs> that was really cool. Uh, good job, everybody. Hands down. Yes, oh, was... by the way, he wrote or co-wrote, directed, produced it, and he was the DP and editor. So, right good on you, man, because the pacing with the editing was wonderful. The mm-hmm. the color correcting was beautiful. Um, like I said, the shot selection and cinematography mm-hmm. was great. The sound was good. There mm-hmm. was not the a point, you know. And the... this, me and Kels talks about talk about this a lot. Uh, with, even with big blockbuster Hollywood films, sometimes they have sound issues. They yeah. talk yeah. too low in certain scenes. This one was perfect. Yeah. I absolutely loved this because I, it was never a part where I had to turn it up. Like mm-hmm. what did they say? You know, try to rewind it back and turn it up. So really good job with that with the sound design. You know the costumes. I'm assuming the costumes that, like, with the the, the robes and what mm-hmm. uh, Zeb had on, um, that was Liz Ford. So good job with the cult looking costumes. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's like normal stuff that yeah they would wear, like the right. light light linen. So exactly. They right. They can float. Yeah, <laughs> they were that light. And and yes, uh, that farm you guys was on. Uh, where was that? Because I need some info. <laughs> I mean, it was a nice place. It was, that was beautiful a nice land. Play. Yeah. And that White House at the end. Yeah. yeah. That would be great for a yeah, specific film. Beautiful. I mean, he had some great, great locations. Great location. Um, I mean, you just seen fields for days. days and yeah. That's that's the kind of place where a cult would be. Yeah. I mean. You know, out in the middle of they nowhere. They picked the perfect place for it. Because right. Because, I mean, it went right with everything that was going on in the film. And like you said, uh. She was asking the right questions, the same mm-hmm. questions that you would ask. Like, yeah, I would ask the same thing. She said, you know, where would you, how do you get money? How do you pay for things and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, tangible things we don't need. We got the, the animals that's going to give us milk, eggs, and cheese. Mm-hmm. And then we... And then they plant all the we vegetables. We plant all the vegetables. Everything. We got somebody that can make clothes, you yeah. know, and then all the, uh, and we take those vegetables and we sell them. And market and market and stuff like that. So we and then she was she makes the clothes for them, but she was also selling and them also online. selling them. You know so what I mean? Like so they had, that's why I'm saying he had an answer for everything. That's why we use him as a salesman because he had an answer for everything. And that's why I'm like, I'm sitting there like, damn it, I'm falling for this too. Because yeah. I'm like, okay, well, where's my purple robe at? <laughs> I was like, where did he get in the way? She was asking him about the water, the electricity, and yeah. all those different things. And I'm like, that's. Regular questions you would ask <laughs> somebody until they, she start. I was like, oh, she falling for it. There's now, a good twist uh, that I can ask or mention is the fact that Zeb knew who she was from the start. And he didn't say anything. And he he didn't just say let anything. her go with her little Let dude. her go with her spill. Mm-hmm. And he, because he wanted to properly sell her mm-hmm. the cult, the location, the place. Yeah. 
you know, I and I the name of it escapes me what the place was called. Um, but he never said, Hey, I know who you are and everything else. But I'm assuming that the mom and the dad probably told yeah, especially I mean, the they dad. Probably, he probably was like, I mean, Hey, she's gonna yeah. be coming after me. So. Right. And I mean they he they probably told him what she looked like yeah. and everything. And she was like, My name's Jennifer. <laughs> Fool, your name ain't no Jennifer. Yeah, you because can't. I think that's why he was okay with her leaving. Because he said, um, "I'll see you soon. I'll see you I'll soon. See I'll you, see you back. I'll see you like, when you get back. Yeah. or something like that." He knew. I was she like, was he knew back. she was coming back. So right. I mean, he already knew. Hey, this is Johnny. And this is Mandy. From Brother Brother Beercast. That's right. We are your premier podcast in arts and entertainment. So whether you want to hear about the arts and entertainment in Indianapolis or you want to be a part of the show, check us out at brotherbrotherbeercast.com. You're listening to Indie Flicks with Kells and Wheels. So... I wanted to ask them, I have this question. Like I said, we're talking about the 2021 film, Chasing Rabbits, uh, written and directed by Eric Pascarelli. I wanted to ask them, so the building they were in, it was called the, the Tate Tatum House. And I might, might be pronouncing it wrong or uh, whatnot, but the Tate Tatum House, uh, was there any significance to this building? Uh, because there was a lot of shots when they was having dialogue, it mm-hmm. was in front of that plaque. Black plaque, yeah. You know, so I, you know, maybe it was it held some significance. Maybe that was part of the the, the deal. Let them use it in the place to put that on. Yeah. Now that was really cool, really good idea. And what was all the Twizzlers? Maybe that's just their favorite food. Well, it seemed like it was something that her and her dad shared together. Probably, yeah, 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 yeah. Because even at the end, they were both talking and they and were, they was eating Twizzlers. Yeah. yeah. Until he starts staring at that butterfly, and I was like, oh, <laughs> here he go. Right. Like, man, maybe they was right. And no, she, they wasn't right, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they I was were like, lying. okay, yeah, she, she. He you have me. a lot of woods by your seat. Then you just have to be a butterfly in there. Yeah. Because I think that was like, a, the butterfly was a, a signature for. Right. But, um, for the cult. For the cult. <clears throat> because it was on there. It was on the envelope. It was on the woman's van. Yeah, it was on um, the car. And um, and there was there collecting all them eggs. <laughs> it was part of their mantra too, because yeah. they were saying, you know, you right now you're a caterpillar, but you're about to transcend and, and transform and, into and, this butterfly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the egg thing, though, I was like, okay, that is <laughs> that is. But I mean, they they think like that, though. So. But yeah, I mean, this was a good watch. Uh, it was an hour and 40 minutes. It wasn't, it doesn't feel like it was an hour and 40 minutes because you're so enthralled. No. I'm telling you, her transformation from the beginning to the movie to the end of the movie was so fantastic. Very well written. Because yeah, it seemed good. like she went from being quirky to kind of sassy a little yep. bit when yep. she yep. was trying to yep. pitch the stuff. To you could see the anger building, mm-hmm. and then when she couldn't get hold of, issues. then when she couldn't get a hold of the um, when the she father. tried to like, she was kind of like trying to manipulate and talk herself out of the job so that she could do the, the photography, photography stuff mm-hmm. and have the freedom and control right. over what was going right. on with her. And then she went to the boyfriend where her body language completely changed. Yep, yep. And then she went to. Looking for the dad, mm-hmm. 
Um, and then she kind of did the little pity thing on the boyfriend and convinced him. <laughs> <laughs> so she she has so many different ranges so, of emotions yeah. and body language throughout the film. And good job, Leanne. She I nailed mean, she all of it, too. Yeah, she did a wonderful job. Wonderful with, job at it. Uh, you can see the tears coming out of her eyes and everything else. Uh, I just really applaud everybody that was a mm-hmm. part of this project. Uh, this is exactly why we do this because indie filmmakers needs to be promoted. There's some excellent indie filmmakers out there that no one knows about. And that's not cool. It's not cool (laughs) because everybody, you know, and we, Kels and I talk about this all the time. We, we see on Instagram, these reviewers, they doing these movies, but they're doing movies that we've seen a hundred thousand times. You want to promote this movie with the naked girl with the DVD in between her legs and she's had 10,000 likes. That's not a review. And that's the film you looked at when you was, what, 17, 18? You know what I mean? Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and that's not a review. You know, and they'll put down in the comments, oh, this movie was so great. Uh. You did know, you it's really like, watch the movie? did you even watch the movie? Do you understand the movie? You know what I mean? These are the movies. This movie right here, Chasing Rabbits. Movies like this needs to be in the forefront. You know, the uh, Matrix just came out mm-hmm. not too long ago. Every person I know that said that they watched it said it was garbage. You know what I mean? They, yeah, they was too busy trying to ride the coattails of John Wick. Because they literally made Neo look like John Wick. John Wick. And that's the reason why I was like, I don't even want to see, see it. I don't want to see it. Because, I mean, I like the John Wick movies. But I love I John Wick. I'm, I really wasn't a Matrix fan anyway. I like the Matrix when, you know, it first came out or whatever. But that's a different... That's a different Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah. And they made him... Look I mean, like... Just yeah. Say, okay, we're just going to take John Wick and stick him in the Matrix movie. I was talking to no. a customer <laughs> earlier today about um, uh, uh, the Wonder Woman film. And somehow or another, we got on that conversation about Wonder Woman. Oh, because they, her her family went to go see the Spider-Man movie. And Mm. every person I talked to that said the scene is said it was amazing. Yes. But um, they went to go see the Spider-Man movie. We got on the comic book uh, film conversation. And then she asked me, how did I feel about Wonder Woman 1984? I was like, it was terrible. It was. I was bored out of my mind. I was Waited to the whole movie. I think I dozed off. Yeah. Waited to the whole movie to see freaking Cheetah. And she was in the movie, Cheetah, the actual Cheetah, was in the movie for, what, two minutes? Yeah. And it was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, it was disappointing. $100 million movie, and it bombed. No, but I I don't know what the budget was for this movie, but it was fantastic. This reason right here is why we do indie films. We don't do reviews. We promote and support indie indie filmmakers. Yeah. Sorry, I get off my soapbox. Yeah, he's on his rant. (laughs) So tell me, what was your favorite scene in the movie? My favorite scene in the movie? (laughs) Well, probably the part where uh, the girl was trying, uh, Jane was trying to, I think her name was Jane, was trying to convince her not to go. And then next thing you know, the jump cut, you see them in the car. Jane was in the car. She's like, I'm not going in there. I'm not going in there. She's like, just go through the gate. She's like, no. Yes. She's a firm note. Right. Now, that was, but at the same time, the end was my favorite. I can't. Yeah, you can't see it. I can't mention it. Yeah. You got to see the film. Now, my favorite was (laughs) when Penny tells off her boss. Oh, that was. <laughs> sorry, James. You, it, it had to be done. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. But she tells <laughs> off her boss, and she's in the car, and her her freak. Goes, she was like, "That was the best." 
The best speech ever. That was the best firing speech ever. That was my favorite. That was one of my favorite parts. And then later on in the movie, her friend. Her, her pepper spray. Oh my God. Her and that her damn pepper, pepper spray. spray. in the lighter. I was like, this girl is about it. And both of them. So when she went over there to see the boyfriend, she pulled out this pepper spray as they was trying to track this phone. He was like, please don't spray this in here. And it, it, it's too dangerous and everything else. And then when they was in the car with the dude, he said the exact same, <laughs> same thing. She <laughs> was ready to go, though. She had that purpose written in for her. I was like, she is bad. She did kind of scare me, too. Like, yeah, wait a minute. You're blind everybody. Because she was so nice and quiet. <laughs> She was about it then. We're going to get my damn friend. We're going to go get her her dad and we're going to go get now, my Now, that's friend. a true friend for you. Yeah. Because she she basically was like, okay, I'm putting myself in danger, but I need to go get, need my to get my friend because I need to save her from them. Those people are <laughs> Now, honestly, I'm going to be honest, as we was watching the film, I thought that she was going to be a part of the cult. Like, she was secretly recruiting her using reverse psychology. Yeah, when she was talking to the boyfriend. Yeah. At the dog park. I was like... Is she trying to recruit him too? Is she trying to get him to I said, she trying to set him up. Exactly. Then we find out at the end she's checking people off the list or something like that. Yeah, it seemed like it seemed like it was where she was kind of trying to convince him to go in. Exactly. And she wasn't gonna go with him. She just wanted him to go to try to find her. And I was like, is she setting him up? Setting him up, exactly. But then I that's another one I can't do. Yep. Can't say it. Sorry. You have to watch the film. Yes. Yes, you got to watch it. Um, Eric, I'm quite sure he's going to post when this uh, movie will become available to purchase. I highly recommend you guys buying it to support indie films so they can yeah. go out and make more of these awesome films. Yeah. I believe he said right now it's going through film festival circuit. So I feel privileged that he yeah, allowed to, us to watch this movie. screen it. Yeah. That's really dope. Thank you I very mean, much, Eric. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, like I said, you find this on, he's on social media. Find him on social media, Leanne, uh, all these people on Instagram. Uh, I believe Leanne's is under Leanne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Eric is under Eric Pascarelli as well. So <clears throat> find these people on social media, Facebook, Instagram. Tell them how awesome the movie is. Yeah. Support these people. Yes, yes. Definitely support them. Get out there and, excuse me, I've been eating and drinking water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back to me. It's coming back to me, right? Uh, if you have a film suggestion, email us at indieflixpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on social media. Tell us that you like us. Tell us you hate us. We want to hear from you. We also post questions on the Anchor uh, app. You know, so go in there, find the question, answer the questions, you know, connect with us and, and, and work with us and. Tell us how your day was. Tell us how your year was. And, you know, this is the end of 2021. Yes. Man, this is the last oh, episode this is the of 2021. Last episode of 2021. Yes, it is. Next week, wow. we will, Kels will be back. And I believe we're going to try to uh, do something special for you guys. But I can't. It's, it's, can't mention it. I can't yet. mention it because it's something I uh, really, this is going to be really cool. Something I came up with. Um, to you know, get to know you guys more, get to know us more. Um, Teresa, is there anything else you want to add? We want to say Happy New Year's to everyone since this is the last episode of 2021. Happy New Year. And Alan and Kels will be back with you for 2022. See you guys next year. Bye. Bye.